Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Zach Efron, and you're listening to The Stupid Cancer Show. I hate you both. I've hated you ever since I can remember. I hate you, and I wish you both had cancer. Cancer? Yes, in the head. <laughs> Somebody's got a case of the Mundus. Because he has a lot of chutzpah. <laughs> Hello there, children. Hey, hey, kids. <laughs> People seem to like me because I am polite and I'm rarely late. And now, the hosts of the Stupid Cancer Show, Lisa Bernhard and Matthew Zachary. Woohoo! Monday, June 18th, and welcome to the Stupid Cancer Show, the voice of young adult cancer. My name is Matthew Zachary, and I am a 16-year young adult survivor of pediatric brain cancer. And I'm Lisa Bernhardt, 17-year young adult breast cancer survivor, and we're your hosts for the Stupid Cancer Show. It ain't okay that 72,000 young adults are diagnosed with cancer each and every year, so... Got cancer? Under 40? Suck, huh? Time to get busy living, folks, because the Stupid Cancer Show is changing the world one chemo infusion at a time. Tonight's show, everybody, is all about alternative medicine. We have a great group in the house here, live warm bodies in studio. Joshua Scurry, he is a young adult advocate. He's a certified nutritionist and personal trainer, and he is the co-founder of something called the Alive Foundation. He is here with his lovely wife, Anna Scurry. Also an advocate, a certified nutritionist, and his co-founder with Alive Foundation. And Anthony Gucciardi, he is a natural health guru. He co-founded something called The Natural Society, and he's a contributor for Natural News and Mercola.com. And kicking it off in our spotlight, the one, the only, Jennifer Nash Kasuga. She's a young adult survivor of stage 3 brain cancer, and she owns a Lhasa Opso, of which I've owned many of. We're going to hear more about that, Matthew. About the dog or the brain cancer? All of it. Okay, great. <laughs> the Stupid Cancer Show is a production of Stupid Cancer, also known as the I'm Too Young for This Cancer Foundation, online 24-7 at stupidcancer.org. We are not your father's cancer society, but we are bringing the cause of cancer under 40 to the national spotlight where it belongs. So welcome aboard another fun-filled and exciting romp to the hay on tonight. Stupid Cancer Show, where remission is not a cure and survivorship is all that matters. And a Stupid Cancer, welcome to any and all of our first-time listeners here on the Blog Talk Radio Network and on iTunes as we broadcast live from the Chemodex, our fabulous studio in downtown Manhattan. And don't forget about the live interactive chat room during each and every show. We invite you to join in the fun, connect with our friends, and ask questions of our guests. Hello, Lisa. Hello, Matthew. How are you doing? I'm well, thank you. We've missed you these past two shows. I know. Well, let's see. I was here in voice only a week ago. Yes. But I have not been here in body, in full flesh. Yes, ethos, pathos, and other O's. 
stuff. Other O's. just isn't there. But I'm here in all my Particularly the O's other O's. <laughs> all your O's. <laughs> we have a packed house tonight. We do. Staring out at like nine other people sitting here in front of us. And the room is actually very comfortable. I know. It's not toasty like it usually gets. Like There's lots of hot-blooded bodies in, the in here. In the anti-Ed Sullivan Theater here. Right. It's, anyway. it's, it's the perfect temperature. I don't think this has ever happened before. No, it's actually, all of you, you're blessed. You don't even know it. You're blessed. <laughs> Thank you so much. We have three of our fabulous interns here tonight. We have uh, Matt Beckett, Brooke Lorenz, and welcoming uh, Heather, I'm going to say this wrong, Buchan, is that right? She nodding? Okay, she's nodding. She's nodding. She's nodding for radio. Yeah. We don't have a mic that reaches all the That's way back okay. to Heather. Heather Buchan, uh, um, Brooke Lorenz, and Matt Beckett are all young adult survivors. Right. They are all fabulous interns for the semester. And uh, they're doing great work for us. We love them. We love them. They're fabulous. We're very grateful. So I wanted to talk about something cool, which we're doing um, for our listeners out there who are involved with American Cancer Society Relay for Life. Right. There's like 3,000 of them around the country. Sure. You see the signs Each, everywhere. They're all over the My place. hometown, they're all... I yep. mean, they're partly fundraisers, but they're mostly like community advocacy events mm-hmm. that bring together hundreds of thousands of people around the, around the world, um, and, and mostly the U.S., but they are global, actually. And we received a lot of photos in the last couple of weeks, because it's relay season now, of people wearing our wristbands and our T-shirts and our Stupid Cancer swag at relay events. Right. And they're sending us these, like, dozens of photos and pictures and videos and stuff, and it's amazing. So we're creating a special discount code specifically for Relay for Life attendees to buy our shirts and wristbands. Cool. But we are sending them special Relay for Life care packages if they request them. Oh, neat. So if you are... Involved with the Relay for Life event, email us at info at stupidcancer.com, and we will send you a special Relay for Life Stupid Cancer Care Package, which includes a great coupon code to buy our swag for a super cheap discount. Awesome. We're expecting hundreds of pictures and videos and, and great posts from the RFL community this uh, this summer. It's great when we all join forces together. No, it's good stuff. You know, it's excellent. It's, it's I love really that. Cool stuff. We're all fighting for the same cause. So. And and in, in good news too, I've been speaking with the National Home Office of ACS. Mm-hmm. They're incredibly receptive to the young adult movement. They really want to help figure out a way to collaborate more meaningfully, and this is a great step for that process. And the Colleges Against Cancer program. It's really, I'm very happy about that. You know, you see more and more, and I know you post this on your Facebook, but there's been a slew of articles that have been out recently, mostly in medical journals, but it's coming into the mainstream press now, too, finally about the awareness of the young adult community yes. and speaking up. I really feel like in the past few months yes. there's been this tremendous wave that's kind of advanced things and moved forward into the public consciousness, which is wonderful to see. It's like that spider you throw against the wall and it slowly rolls down, but eventually hits the ground. I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Just like that. Just like or that. Or like Prell. Remember Prell? You turn the bottle upside down like an hour later. Finally the shampoo? Gets, yeah, yeah. The shampoo. I never used Prell. Did you? I used Prell in camp. You did? Because we had lice in camp. It's disgusting. <laughs> and okay. Prell got rid of lice? Prell got rid of lice, yeah. I didn't know that. Prell and Rid got rid of lice. I don't know Rid. Rid is well, like... Well, Rid sounds like it would, yeah. obviously. <laughs> it's a, no, it's Do away with it. Imagine a shampoo called Keep. It's <laughs> <laughs> not going to work. Want to keep scratching? Yes, exactly. Yes. Fantastic. So what else is going on? So what else is going on? We're, we're down our ginger ambassador. Kenny is at yeah. a very special event tonight called the uh, the 140 Conference. It's a Twitter, young professional, digital health, not digital, digital technology, social media, uh, Twitter conference. And where is that? It's here in the city. Tonight's mm-hmm. the cocktail party, and we got VIP tickets to go. Nice. And I want to thank Jeff Pulver, if he's listening tonight, for a complimentary appreciation. Uh, it's going to be great. Stupid Cancer will be the one of the only nonprofits there. 
because we dabble in social media, youth culture, digital health, and, you know, uh, what else? Other stuff. Right. Like radio. Like radio. And uh, they're kind of enamored with what we do in the nonprofit space, so it's it's good for us. Good. Yeah, so the 140 conference. Uh, that's wonderful. The only other thing in the news, that, I mean, this is a, about a week ago, but I don't think we touched on it in the last week's show, um, is that now how... Uh, well, the 9-11? The 9-11 yes. stuff. Yes. Yeah, big stuff. That um, now covered, and I'm, I'm, I'm actually not having it in front of me, not going to think of the right way to phrase this, but it's actually now... Um, Say it in like Latin. <laughs> and, no, and no one will have any idea if you mess it up. In pig Latin? In pig I Latin. Do, yes. <laughs> Sorry, that's actually the Latin I remember from sixth grade. Um, Your declensions <laughs> are very attractive, and they're showing. Thank you. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, that now cancers are being considered, if you were at, at ground zero and exposed, obviously, whether you, not just a first responder, but whether you were a child going to school there, anybody who lived in the neighborhood, that um, now what's being taken into account as one of the and, and seriously and potentially covered um, are the cancers that may have right because if your head hasn't fallen off yet right right you're, you're the, the cancer's all that's left the ca- yeah right so exactly. um, good news or bad news that it is being now acknowledged, publicly acknowledged right. that uh, cancer could be a consequence any number of being exposed to I love that it took like ten twelve eleven how many years has it been eleven years. For this to like be okay, right, right? Well, there you have it. Anyway, anyway. All right. Yeah. Well, let's get to our survivor spotlight tonight. Very, very excited to have an old friend, research from the ether. Jennifer Nash Kasuga was diagnosed with stage three near-terminal brain cancer in 2002. She's a four-time survivor. Has undergone three brain surgeries. Has traveled to Germany for numerous alternative treatments. She relapsed on more than one occasion, but nine and a half years later, she's still here. And I'm really thrilled to have her. She's one of the original stage two. Well, she'll tell us. She's correcting me on the air. I have no idea what it was. Anyway. So anyway, one of the oldest uh, young adult survivors I'd ever met with brain cancer. Um, not oldest in terms of age, but many, many years ago, long before the days of stupid cancer. Please welcome to the Stupid Cancer Show, Jennifer Nash Kasuga. Jenny. Thank you so much. Can I call you Jenny? She lets us call her anything. Okay. Jen, Jen Nash. So what did I mess up? What was I didn't mean to correct. No, 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 no. Correct, please. I'm an no. idiot. No, you are not. I make it look good. No, you are perfect. What did I say? No, originally I was diagnosed in 2002 with stage 2, but unfortunately it progressed um, to stage 3. Okay. So, so you impressed upon yourself. Yeah, no, okay. no, no. So unfortunately <laughs> that's where we're at, but thankfully right now there, we have no tumor, no cancer, and well, God bless. You're such, later. A, you're such a rock star. You had to go from two to three uh, and then zero. To, to zero. Look yeah. at you now. Uh, well, it's all good now, thankfully. But so. Jen's story is amazing because she, uh, she had given birth like two weeks or two, yes. two weeks yes. before her diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. But yeah. she already had a daughter at the time as well. Yes, I had my three-year-old at the time, Emily, and my newborn, Alexis. And, you know, it was as if the rug had just been pulled out from beneath my feet. Right. It was you know, very tragic. Um, a happy moment had really been spoiled. And um, thankfully, my, my godsend was my family. Um, I remember calling my Aunt Helen, who is listening now with my cousin and my uncle, and it was like panic. You know, you have a mass. Oh, boy. 
and it was like watch the children and yeah i'll be right back yeah <laughs> i hope i'll be back and then it was emergency surgery and i remember um it's so wonderful in life when you have great friends dr carl st martin came right to my bedside downloaded my scans because you know we had this horrible mass that needed to come out and i was transferred to a new york hospital because uh, you were living where at the time? Well, I'm on Long Island, right. and I had given birth at Winthrop University Hospital, but I really wasn't comfortable with the doctor then. Um, I hate to say it, but he was dressed in black. He kind of looked a little like a vampire. And I just <laughs> <laughs> you were not feeling the karma on that I, one. Robert yeah. Pattinson was her doctor. Yeah, I yeah. kind of wasn't feeling the love there. So anyway, Carl... He walked in, and you held garlic up. It was he a said, little yeah, frightening. And no. You know, you kind of know you're in trouble, too, when you're in the ER and the nurses have tears in their eyes. Oh, God. Yeah. They don't want to look at you. Right. <laughs> I've been, been there. Yeah. I, yeah. What were your symptoms, the, the, by the way? The nurses come up. It's, yeah. Well, it was really frightening because, you know, I'm holding my newborn and I'm getting up and I'm trying to turn on a light switch and I would focus on turning it on and I would just mix, miss it completely. So my whole um, field of my depth, my perception right. was completely off. And it's really horrible because I remember saying to my husband, Dave, God bless him, I said, um, I joked when we were heading out to the emergency room, oh, with my luck, with this headache, I probably have a brain tumor. Oh, God. And I can't even believe that I said that because it turns out to be true. (laughs) Exactly. But you did not give it to yourself. Gosh, I mean, yeah. She swallowed a baseball when she was six, and it went the wrong, went up instead of down. So, did you have symptoms though while you were pregnant? Because you said said while you were holding your newborn, that happened with the light switch. Was that the first you noticed of it, or did you notice when you were pregnant as well? Well, it's interesting that you should ask me that because when I was pregnant, the left side, my left leg, um, would swell up really large, and I remember bringing it to the attention of my OBGYN, and he kind of just, you know, laughed it off a little bit and said, well, maybe you shouldn't eat so much cheesecake. Nice. Oh, God. And I thought to myself, but I'm not even eating that type of food, but I did gain a lot of weight with my second pregnancy. Right. Does cheesecake only go to one leg? That's what I I, didn't, I never heard I that. Know. It's a unilateral <laughs> caloric intake. Yeah. Right. yeah, so, you know, that kind of was a little frustrating, and then I also remember walking past a large magnified mirror at home and I remember walking past it and getting a little dizzy so I did have those symptoms but not the headache until after I gave birth to Lexi right did I have those horrible symptoms and they came on like a freight train rather wow. quickly so I really thought that I was having some kind of a of a stroke even though I joked about the tumor right yeah um and really when I when originally when we did the cat scan the doctors felt that it was a cyst um, which really didn't make me feel any better. Right. Yeah. Because I still know that knew that I had to get this horror, horrific something surgery. In, something <laughs> was in your brain. Right. So exactly. it wasn't. Yeah. You know, but I never dreamed in a million years that it was cancer. So we went to St. Vincent's Hospital, and I had a young surgeon, you know, do the surgery. And I knew I was in trouble when he said that it was some kind of an astrocytoma, because cytoma to me was a telltale sign that this sounded a little like cancer. Hmm. Well, anything that ends in OMA. Yeah, it's like OMG. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, okay, we're screwed here. Yeah. So um, my husband and my family immediately started doing the research, and upon being released from St. Vincent's, you know, the first place I think a lot of us call is Memorial Sloan Kettering. Right. And they couldn't get me in right away, so we booked the appointment, and then I went to 
St. Vincent's Cancer Center, which was newly established. This is going back now almost 10 years ago. Right. So we got in there first. I guess there wasn't such a big waiting line to get in there, and they were lovely. Um, but basically what they felt was that um, even though it was a mixed oligoastrocytoma, the most part of the tumor was an astrocytoma, and they were recommending chemo and radiation. Um, and then what we did was we went to Memorial Sloan Kettering, which I have to be honest with you was a horrific experience. I won't mention names, but it was really upsetting. Yeah. Oh, I love That's that. Just for you. I love it. Just for you. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure for some people the experience at Sloan is good, and I pray that it's gotten better for more people. I think any place, even you know, people have varied stories. Yeah, but I don't even think ten years ago, though, ten years ago, things were different for everybody. It was really bad. I mean, and, I, and I think sometimes with those large cancer cancer centers, we've heard not just with Sloan but with other places. Mm-hmm. A lot of people come through there, and it gets very difficult when you handle that kind of volume mm-hmm. of patients sure. that it can be either impersonal or overloaded or any number of things can happen, which doesn't mean that somebody can't necessarily have a great experience there, but it doesn't. Mean, it also means that people can have a not-so-good experience sure. there. Yeah. Oh, so let's go back to the fact that you were 30 when yes. this happened, mm-hmm. and you, you were a mother already, mm-hmm. and you just gave birth. One of the things that we like to emphasize here at Super Cancer is that it's very different when you get cancer as a young adult mm-hmm. because 70-year-old women don't have babies. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they do, that's kind of weird, but the odds are they don't. Right. Can you talk about what it was like to manage motherhood mm-hmm. through this initial couple of months? Um, it, it was really difficult for me. And when I was released from the hospital and I came home, all I wanted to do was really cover up the uh, staples on my head because I didn't want to frighten my three-year-old. And I remember the cap fell off when I went in to see her. And um, probably Emily is listening now, Mm -hmm. (laughs) my little sweetie. She's how old now? She's she's 12. 12, yeah. And I just remember that when my little cap fell off, she looked, and she was really scared, you know. So that was hard. And I really couldn't hold Lexi because when I left Sloan, um, I was given a four- to six-year prognosis. And it was so traumatic because I was really looking for that glimmer of hope, and I really didn't receive it from them. Right. In fact, when I had cried, the doctor asked me if I had a suicide plan, and he wanted to give me Prozac, which what? was so disappointing. What? That, that beats Robitussin for brain cancer. Wow. Yeah. Tell you. It was very, very hard, and I was also separated from my husband, Dave. So, you know, it was all Not separated not not no, marriage no, no, separated. No, 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 no. Physically different no, rooms. Okay. Physically, no. You have to clarify. Yes. He's, he's stuck with you this yes. whole time. He's a great guy. Oh, he's the best. Yeah. yeah. No, he's great. But it was so difficult. Um, and, you know, just going through all that and then trying to balance motherhood. Right. It was very traumatic. And to be honest with you, it's been an evolution for me on a personal level dealing right. with cancer and embracing it to a certain degree. My, I've questioned a lot of my values, and right. I know today, tonight we're talking about alternative medicine. And uh, for so long, you know, I was really to the left. And then I gave in and eventually did a little chemo. And then it's interesting now, um, I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about a product called Select, right. which is a nutritional um, mineral supplement. And I really went left again and managed to really heal myself. And it's been such an amazing journey for me, and I wouldn't change anything. But the surgery helps. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so let, let's let's flesh this sure. out, though. So so because as you point out, we are talking about alternative. Sure. Therapy. 
So you did the surgery. Now take us through step by step. Take us through your treatments, traditional and alternative. Yeah, sure. It's been a long process. Um, I had to actually write down so much, but I'll, <laughs> I'll try to cover. Smart. <laughs> I'll try to cover as much as I can. The initial diagnosis was 2002, um, and then I've relapsed over time. So from 2002. The horrible experience at Sloan really was a wake-up call, a kind of an epiphany for me and my family. And from then on, we really wanted to um, expect a little bit more uh, in terms of treatment options. We really didn't want to go down the road with the cytotoxic treatments. Mm -hmm. So it was stage two, and what we did was we wanted to venture outside the box a little bit. So I found an alternative doctor in Connecticut who immediately did a lot of testing on hair, blood, urine samples, it was discovered that I had very high levels of pesticides. My liver was really being taxed. Um, he started me on a prescription uh, powder. I can't remember the name of it. So interesting. He 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 discovered that you had high levels of t pesticides. Yeah, he did a test. It was God called, bless Long Island. I know, right? I and I'm back there actually. <laughs> but um, it was a it was called a deglucaric acid level test, and um, it showed that I was really just harboring a lot of pesticides, herbicides, just kind of you know muck on my yeah. liver. So we started a really strict regimen where I was doing low-temperature sauna treatments. In fact, I even relocated to live with my aunt, my uncle, and my cousin. Is that your Aunt Helen? Yeah, she rocks. You know, does everybody have an Aunt Helen? I uh, have an Aunt Helen. I have an Aunt Helen, too. I know she's listening, and it's actually my cousin's birthday. Happy birthday, Doug. Hey, hello to all the Aunt Helens yeah, out there. Yeah, they rock. You know, you can't live without them. But, nope. you know, so basically I was doing these low-temperature uh, sauna treatments, you can't go too high with them because if you're too high, all the, the muck that comes out will get reabsorbed. Then I had to do body scrubs using like a Castile Wait, olive is, is oil. Is muck the scientific term? I don't know. Okay. I'm just kind of, it's coming to mind so pesticides here. pesticides and herbicides, they qualify as muck. I don't know. It's just, yes. I could well, say something else, but yeah. I want to be a lady. I think everyone, we, just, <laughs> we need to blame Robert Moses because mm. he basically built all the residential infrastructure on Long Island on top of a decrepit agribusiness of toxic death yep. that existed in the 19th century. They did. I mean, we didn't have EPA back then right. in like the 40s. Maybe we did. I mean, these guys might know if we had the EPA back then. I don't think we did. But, but the whole point is like Long Island has the highest incidence of breast cancer and asthma and scleroderma, I read this, uh, per capita in the country. And scleroderma? Yeah, go figure that out. Wow. Bob Saget's in, yeah. in the house. Okay, okay right. tell me, why did I move back to Long Island? <laughs> <laughs> you lost a baby. And Helen said, get out of here. Oh, my God. No, she wanted me to stay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so um, yeah, so that was basically, so 2002, then I started doing, you know, this whole, all these treatments. I also was introduced to a product called PolyMVA. I was doing, you know, IV drips. I was taking it orally. Uh, I was doing peptide injections. Well, wait, wait. What convinced you? I think this is the mind, the mindset here that I really want to I want to touch on. Mm -hmm. Where in your life, and, and at what point did was it like I have nothing to lose? Is it mm -hmm. you know I'm willing to do anything? Is mm -hmm. it you know because I think and we'll, we'll be talking about this later on. It's like there really is no. Uh, and they'll correct me because I'm probably stupid saying this, but mm -hmm. uh, the, the science behind the efficacy of these treatments and the side effects are probably not well as well known as the regulated stuff, which has its own issues as well. Mm -hmm. So where was it in your mind along your journey as a 32-year-old, 34-year-old, mm -hmm. to make these decisions to do both at the same time or here and there? Well, I mean, to be honest with you, I was searching high and low. I mean, uh, if Dave were here, I mean, he would definitely vouch for this. But I could not find any peace with any of my neuro-oncologists. I mean, I just felt that I was like a lab rat. 
<laughs> and you had gone through chemo and radiation? No, not at no, this time. No, not at this time not you had Not at this time. And I never, right. I never did radiation. Okay. Um, and, you know, I just really felt that there was a very compelling study actually released from Europe. I don't know the exact name of it. Oh, well, those people. Yeah, those <laughs> over there. Um, but actually when I got sick, um, and that would be in 2005, that was the second time. Right. And... The tumor was removed. Uh, that was at Brigham and Women's with Dr. Peter Black. Right. Um, Patrick Wen, wonderful man, neuro oncologist at Dana Farber. You know, I knew that the suggested treatment again was going to be a cytotoxic treatment. And all along, I'm doing all these alternative things. I'm feeling good. Right. But it was never enough to keep the tumor away. It was right. like a stubborn weed. So, you know, when I went to see Dr. Wen for the follow-up visit to discuss the tumor, he said to me, "Look, Jen." You can do what you want, but this is stage two with a higher tumor level index. It's going to come back as a stage three. It was never a question of, you know, if the tumor was going to return. It was when. when. Mm -hmm. right. So I kind of always felt like a ticking time bomb. And I really felt that the treatments based on this compelling study in Europe really showed that astrocytomas, they really were not, um, they, they were so stubborn that really the traditional treatments really didn't show a whole great level of response. Okay, so, in the so we have about three minutes left for your piece. Talk oh, us through, okay. like, the ensuing, like, the last three, sure. three years or so and your decisions and mm -hmm. where you're at today. Well, I mean, where I'm at today is really in a wonderful place because um, when I got sick for the fourth time, and I'm sure some of the listeners are saying, why the heck didn't you just do the regular treatments? And, I, I mean, I hear you. Uh, when I got sick for the fourth time, what I decided to do was to really put – all my faith, it was a complete leap of faith, into this one product. It's called Select, C-E-L-L-E-C-T. And for anyone that's interested, my MRI scans, you can pull them up. You can read them. Uh, and your blog is? My blog is www.lhasalove.com. Uh, my scans can be found on www.ncrf. Dot com backslash Jen, J-E-N-N. -N. It's been miraculous because I relapsed for the fourth time in August, and last August, and I really did not want to take any more drugs. I really didn't want to deal with Temidor. Uh, I took Temidor. I took it for nine months, only to relapse 18 months later, and I just felt that it was a vicious cycle. I really didn't feel good. So I said to my husband, which was very difficult for him to hear, and my family, no one really spoke about what my decision was, but I said that if I die, it has to be on my terms. I had to take ownership of this disease. Right. And I said, look, the suggested dosing for Select is 10 scoops a day. I'm going for 14. Nice. And you can pull up my scans, the reports from Zwanga Desiri, which is a great place Good to get. Tight. Thank you. <laughs> God bless. Um, and basically, the disease came back on August 8th, and September 8th, after using the product for one month, there was no evidence of any neoplasms. And it's incredible. Now, it's been almost one year, and I have no evidence of any tumors. There's no evidence of anything. And I feel great. And basically, it's a mineral supplement. And I just feel that this has really empowered me. It's giving me more options. Um, not well, you can be a mom now. I you feel great. Your life, be so that's what I was going to ask yeah. you. This is, so great. Select is essentially a mineral supplement. It is. It's nutritional food on a cellular level. level. 
and it's the only thing that I've done. And, I've, and if you go to my blog, I've done probably 25 different therapies. We spent a ton of money. I mean, but, you know, you don't look at that. I'm alive. Um, and I, I don't regret anything that I've done because it's just a blessing to be alive. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, an, it's a nutritional supplement. And I just feel that it's given me so many wonderful opportunities and it's kept the cancer away. It's the only thing that's kept it away. What have your doctors said about all this? You know, uh, my doctors at Duke, and I, and I really respect them. They're very nice. They just say to me every time I go, you look great, your hair's so long, you know, keep doing what you're doing, but, you know, never discount them that someday you might need, you know, medication. And I'm like, okay, but, you know, we're not there. And then I heard one of the doctors say, well, we're not there yet. I'm like, yeah, but the scan is good. Don't use the word yet. Yeah, well, this is what they do to me, Matt. Right. It's a little frustrating. Yeah. You know, because it's considered a terminal disease. Right. So I kind of just pray. I've gotten a little religious over the years, beating brain cancer four times. I kind of say my little silent prayers hold my head up, I say, thank you so much, and I say, is there any, do you see any tumors? No. Do I have to worry? No, you're doing great. Okay, thanks, bye. <laughs> well, wow. That's we are, what I do. We are out of time, but thank I want to just, I want to, I can't tell you, like, your story is the embodiment you're, of you're, the young adult movement because you, were, you you took control of your life Amazing. for the best you could. You, you, you made something systematic that had no order to it. Thank you. And you you basically decided that this is how you're going to live your life because a five year remission is not good enough when you're 30. Yeah, I wanted more. It's fine when you're 90. You're the kind of patient that we preach about time and time again yes. on this show. You embody everything that is so right <laughs> and so good about take, saying that you want to do things on your terms. You know the research that you walk in that you took control of this. Is, I absolutely applaud you, Thank uh, you. just tremendously. Well, I mean, what, and, and what, a, what, a, what a wonderful, you know, role model for your girls, too. No, I mean, it's, it's just, just the fact that you, like I said, are just, you want to do things on your term, you, terms, you feel good about it, and, you, you know, you educated yourself to make the choices that you've made. Thank you. Um, so, really, and, really and, wonderful. And, you know, Lisa, I've been blessed to have a wonderful family. You know, when we had to leave our babies to go to Germany, I mean, you know, I had to bring up Aunt Helen and my family. I mean, yeah. you know, my my dad. I mean, it's just, you know, to have family support. I only hope and pray that for all the people out there dealing with cancer that they are as lucky as me to have the support. Yeah. Because support is key. Sure. Where you can just say, I've got to get on a plane or I have to do this or, you know, I need help. So thank you so much for having me. God bless. Awesome. Fantastic. Yeah. To be here. Another round of applause. Love you guys. Yeah. Okay. And she's so stylish. She has a great black dress on. No, she's very long stylish. Long blonde hair. Very stylish. Yes. She makes me look good. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's set up the news Hello, here. Hello, I'm Kent Brockman, and this is I on Cancer. Just the facts, ma'am. And I shortened this. We're done. Here we go. During this part of the Stupid Cancer Show, we announced to our listeners a whole bunch of newsworthy programs, events, and services that we don't want you missing out on. They're all free, and they're all just for young adults affected by cancer. Things like conferences, happy hours, retreats, kayaking and mountain climbing trips, finance webinars, college scholarships, bar crawls, concerts, tweet-ups, support groups, and more. If you have something coming up that you would like us to talk about during this part of the show, please send us an email to info at stupidcancer.com. Lisa. All right. You know it, everybody. Here we go. Events.stupidcancer.com. That's the place to go for all of our social and educational events nationwide. 
stay in the loop. Something could be happening in your neck of the woods. We don't want you missing out. Matthew, can you tell us what's going on? I cannot. Next slide. <laughs> Just visit the website. Kenny's off tonight. Events.stupidcancer.com. All right. Join the mailing list for the sixth annual OMG Cancer Summit in Las Vegas next spring. Visit omg2013.org. That's it. 20, OMG, omg2013.org. That's it. Woo! Stupid Cancer Forums. They keep growing, getting bigger, 2,500 members, all kinds of topics on there, anything you want to talk about. It's your premier online community to connect with survivors, patients, parents, caregivers, just like you. Visit stupidcancerforums.com. Sign up with one click through Facebook. And finally, hey there, New York City metro area. Save the date for the inaugural OMG Summit East being held on September 15th at Baruch College right here in Manhattan. This special one-day event will be limited to the first 150 registrants, so check often to sign up once we open the website. Visit omgsummit.org slash NYC2012, and that is your Stupid, Stupid Cancer, Cancer News. News. All right. OMG, so nice we had to do it twice. So nice to do it twice, because we're gluttons for punishment. That's right. We got a, a wily bunch here. We sure do. All right, I'm going to go ahead with the scurry, the scurry duo. Josh and Ann Scurry are co-founders of Alive Foundation and are putting on the largest celebrity health event and award show, I believe it is, in the world. It's called Alive New York, and it takes place here in New York, June 29th through 30th. Both healed themselves of different health conditions, not cancer, but other health conditions they're going to tell us about. Well, there are other health conditions. I think so. Might be one or two. Uh, they healed themselves naturally and are now on a mission to educate the world on holistic health. They are they're they're married to each other. A fine looking couple they are, Josh and Ann Scurry and suppose they're married to other people. Right. With the same last name. That's right. Good stuff. Anthony Gucciardi is the co founder, editor and chief investigative journalist for Natural Society. I'm gonna mess this up, you'll correct me anyway. Uh, his articles were a non profit organization, you're very forgiving. Uh, his articles have appeared on top news sites and have been read by millions of Americans worldwide, a health activist and a researcher. His goal is centered around informing the public as to how they can use natural methods to revolutionize their health, as well as exploring the behind-the-scenes activities of the pharmaceutical industry and all their ridiculousness, including the FDA. Please welcome Anthony Gucciardi, Josh, and Ann Scurry. Welcome, guys. Hey, guys. Anna, and gal. Anna. 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 <laughs> Is it Anna or oh, Anna? Anna? Yes. You it, know. It says Anna. It says Anna on the intro notes, but then it says Anne on the individual bios. Does it? Matthew, Matthew, yes. Here. Oh, you're right. See? It's my keyboard's fault. Ah. Welcome, Anna. It's the environment's problem. Welcome, Anna. <laughs> no, is it Anna or Anna? Anna. Okay. So where are you from? Washington. Okay. It's Anna. Okay. Yeah. And make sure you guys, you might have to swap... Just pull that mic close to you as each one of you speak closely into the microphone. So we haven't done a show on alternative medicine or complementary therapies in a very long time. And when you approached me, our, our friend Britta Aragon of Cinco Vidas yes. uh, introduced us to what you guys are doing. And I was quite fascinated because we really, you know, it's hard to separate the wheat from the chaff in the alternative medicine world. And there's crackpots and wackos out there. And you don't really know what, what actually for real, or for what's credible, and, and she spoke very highly of you. I, your website's great, so we wanted to have you on. And just you know, you heard Jen's story. There's millions of stories like hers in the Naked City, and just to talk about how you got started in this. And I'd love to hear more about your your health histories because that's kind of what we're all about, and how you basically gave the bird to the doctors. 
Yeah, well, I just want to start off and say that story was absolutely incredible. And, you know, me and Anna have never had cancer, so we don't know what people who had cancer have been going through. No one's perfect. No one's perfect. <laughs> and um, Exactly. And it's scary. You don't know what to do. And we're not against people using chemotherapy, radiation, or medication. There's a place for all of that. The only thing that we're looking at is for us to do research um, in natural remedies. I don't think there's enough of that. And you're right. You don't know what to look for. So when you go to look for it, it seems like it's quackery or it's it's not doesn't make sense. And because um, a lot of people don't have money to give to the FDA to put these studies on. Right. And so one of the things that we really want to focus on is how do we give information that's credible, that's presentable at one place at one time so people can make their own choice and uh, they can do what they want to do with it. So that's what we created a Live New York which has happened June 29th and June 30th in New York City at Town Hall. It's going to be so, so exciting. So we're really excited to talk about that. But that's our story, and we're sticking to it. (laughs) So what did you – so, Anna, tell us about how you healed yourself, what you went through health-wise, and how you – what kind of natural remedies that you you used that kind of, I would presume, launched you into now making this a career. Yeah, I suffered from fibromyalgia, uh, severe fibromyalgia. You have to be carried out of – Which is, for our listeners – uh, chronic pain, okay. where just everything hurts. Sometimes you can't walk, which I couldn't as a teenager. And migraines three to five times a week. I had gallbladder attacks that almost put me in the ER, just extremely painful. Psoriasis. Uh, I was a mess. I was a hot mess. And That's our favorite term, by the way. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I didn't want to go the drug route. My mom suffered from a lot of the same issues, and that's what she was on, and I, I just wanted to avoid it, and I tried different natural remedies and different things, but there's so much out there. It's, it's trying to find what works for your own body. And she came to me one day with, with water, this special water that was doing all these crazy things, and people had crazy stories. Was it vodka? <laughs> no. But that's special water, you know. It is special water. <laughs> no, it was actually Kongan water. Um, it's a Japanese medical device that produces water the way the natural springs do in, like, Lords of France. And... I was like, what do I have to lose? It's water. I mean, it's the most simple thing you can do. So, of course, I filled some up, and I drank it, and within 48 hours, my pain was gone. And I hadn't changed my diet. I was still eating crappy. I was still putting toxins on my skin and everything else. The only thing well, I Twinkies taste good. Was, I don't like Twinkies. <laughs> <laughs> but, I heard about people like you. Oh, um, I, I mean, that was all I changed, my water. And then from there, I said, if water can do this much hold on, what's in our food? What's in our skin care? And, and then I became fascinated. Josh and I became nutritionists, and just we learned just so much. Did you guys meet through the disease world, or just you've known each other for a while? Or No, we we met through the entertainment world, actually. Josh. That's the disease world. That is the, the, the other club. disease world. Amen yeah, to drinking, that. Drinking alcohol, partying, that's the disease world. So, yeah. yeah, that's where we met, and um, it was great. And I never knew that Anna was going through the things that she was going through until I started dating her. And Actually, it, until you married me. Yeah, you And he's still you, here. Still here. <laughs> Good husband. So, yeah. Yeah, that's... That, and then, Put obviously... Put my close to you again. I'm sorry. Yeah. So then after I seen what happened with Anna, I said, what? I didn't believe it. It was just water. I didn't, I didn't believe that. So, you know, I ate my fried food. I drank lots of <laughs> sweet things and, and um, drunk soda. And when that happened... It just opened my eyes up tremendously, and since then I've just been researching and, and digging through things and want to help other people. And you had health concerns as well, Joshua? Yeah, or? I had migraine headaches, and I had those since I've been a child. I never 
um, not had headaches. So every few days I would get headaches, and um, when I started drinking the water, my headaches have definitely. Um, I gotta get me some of this water. Is that yeah. that water there? Yeah, yeah that's that what we're drinking. Yeah. yeah, your intern tried to serve us tap water. That's not happening. <laughs> um, that's not gonna happen. So. Damn you, Matt, for being courteous. <laughs> Damn it, Matt. <laughs> Matt comes in with fluoride and chlorine. And I'm just like, dude, I'm good. <laughs> um, so yeah, I and I still, I still have headaches every now and then, and um, but our whole life has changed again, and it's just been incredible. Absolutely incredible. So what is that? They have, now they have these little bottles with orange caps on them. So tell us again about this water. Well, this water actually, it filters out things, obviously. We have a host of, all you got to do is get your water report and you see the, the prescription drugs and everything else in it. But the fluoride and the chlorine is also in there. So it filters it as the first thing and then it ionizes it. Um, basically, it makes it alkaline, makes it antioxidant rich. Right. Um, and microclustered water, the water we drink, the molecular structure cannot penetrate the cells, so it's not hydrating us properly. That's the most important thing is if it's not getting into the cells, our body's not hydrating. Dehydration leads to acidity. Acidity leads to cancer and other disease. So it's kind of this whole trickle-down effect. Um, and it, to keep, that's to keep it simple. It goes really scientific, but that's to keep it simple. And this is water that you purchase. What is it called? Or you or you filter it yourself? They, they, have, they actually have the Congo in their apartment. The Congo. <laughs> yeah. The Congo. <laughs> um, it, it, yeah, it's like a, a espresso machine size. It sits next to your tap, and it takes your tap water and makes it into this water. And okay. actually, Magic Johnson was paying like I think it was like ten grand a day to have the water flown in from those springs. Mm -hmm. He now has eight of these machines. So let's get to Anthony here because I haven't heard this before that water isn't getting absorbed. Because I mean, I drink water and I get, I feel bloated. So does this just come right out of me or? It, can you uh, well let's let's first well thank you for coming here tonight your your uh, your credentials stand before you um you you clearly know your shit so <laughs> and he looks very he looks very young for somebody to be so highly credentialed no, it's and good. knowing his shit it's good yeah it gives me hope for the future <laughs> yeah <laughs> well thanks for having me um yeah one issue um resulting from you feeling bloated and everything like that when you're drinking water is if you're drinking water with a meal or a, or a particularly large meal, you should wait about 30 to 45 minutes in between eating to drink water. That's that's one tip right there. Um, a lot of women, especially when they're drinking water, they're bloated and overweight and everything like that. It could really get you down, uh, really make you have a lot of negative thoughts. It could feel like they're fat unnecessarily. Um, it's important to separate water intake from food intake. It's two completely different animals. What if you're eating like like breadcrumbs and peanut butter? Well, if you need, if you uh, really though, if you need water when you're eating, you're not chewing properly. You should be chewing until it's a liquid form. Uh, you should chew on average about 40 times a bite, because uh, what happens is you, your digestive tract attempts to assimilate it, and if it's not uh, properly chewed, it can result to poor digestion, which leads to weight loss. I mean, fat loss, uh, fat gain, and a multitude of other problems. So, I mean, it's it's not a good thing. Okay. So you should so ideally so you should chew your food well till it's a liquid form and then you should drink your water 45 minutes after the meal. Yes, it's okay to have up to about 4 ounces of water if you need to with a food item. But let's say for example you're eating something, you know, bulky like you said a uh, peanut butter sandwich or something like that, which isn't exactly the healthiest thing anyway, but let's say you're you're eating that and you need to just chug water to get it down, which a lot of people do. I see it all the time. You know, I used to uh, a while back as well. That means you're not properly chewing your food. You're not taking enough time. You know, some people might only have five minutes for lunch. That's taking a toll on your health. When you eat fast, 
it, it causes poor digestion. And another thing is the beneficial bacteria in your gut can be affected, and that's been linked to mental health. It's been linked to just about everything. There's actually research just came out two days ago on how beneficial bacteria is linked to just about every health condition there is. Um, and it's important to look at the peer-reviewed research, too, because you can talk about, you know, how alternative medicine, some alternative medicine is uh, baseless and everything like that, but look at the uh, National Library of Medicine. Turmeric, for example, is known to be beneficial by peer-reviewed research on PubMed on over 560 conditions, many of which are cancer. So, I mean, you mean can, the, the, the spice, turmeric? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the active compound of curcumin is particularly effective. But, I mean, if we look at the research, an 8 out of 11... I ate a lot of cumin, for the record. What, I didn't know what that is. Cumin? Yeah. It's a spice. I believe you. It's uh, used in... Um, India and Africa, it, particularly. Used in a lot of Indian food. Okay. Like uh, curry? It doesn't taste. It it doesn't. Yeah. It, yeah, I mean, yes, curry is used in Indian okay. food as well. So it's a. Well, so if you go to the question. spice rack in any store, you'll cumin. see you'll okay. see cumin. C U M I N. But it's important that you buy high quality turmeric or curcumin because if you're eating low quality, just like anything else, if you're eating low quality vegetables, fruit, or anything, the nutrient content is going to be less than the higher quality alternative, preferably organic. So, so scratch what I said about going to the supermarket. <laughs> Go to a specialty health food store and get your cumin. So I mean, if you're eating, if you're eating turmeric, stupid cumin, yeah. stupid cancer. I put it on corn on the cob, and I put it on. Uh, I make sweet potato fries, and I put cumin on on that. And uh, corn I, on the I, have a, I have a legitimate All right, sorry, question. it's enough about cumin. If I'm gonna eat, apparently peanut butter and jelly is not bad for me. So, <laughs> but is it better to have peanut butter and jelly with water or peanut butter and jelly with like a 64 ounce Slurpee? Wow. Is that really a question you need to ask? No, I'm serious. Like, like, is it better than, not that I have it with a 64, Bloomberg would arrest me anyway yeah. for drinking that these days. But I'm trying to make well, the point, like, let's, it, let's the, think about the least it. So, of my, I mean, I'm, it's an obvious question. Yeah, but I well, mean, the, the, I'll, I'll break it down for you. Yeah. So you're eating, you're drinking a Slurpee and it has high fructose corn syrup in it. Right. High fructose corn syrup, one third of the time, has been found to contain the most toxic element almost known to man, which is mercury. Uh, Washington Post, you can look it up right now, listeners, or you, uh, just Google it right now, high fructose corn syrup, mercury. What do you mean, like, it's just a lifestyle choice? Obviously, I don't drink 64-ounce Slurpees. Sure. But I, and I don't drink soda. I just, I don't drink soda, unless my throat hurts. Well, that's, that's, that's a good, good decision, but what but, if you're eating processed <clears throat> foods with high fructose corn syrup in it? But is it better to have that with water? I mean, if you're look, just talking to the general public, which are stupid people, you know... A person is smart. People Pe are stupid. People, people aren't necessarily stupid. It's just the information they're given. No, people are stupid. Is, is not the best. No, people are stupid. You're not old enough to realize this. People are really stupid. Well, we've named our show that. So yes. <laughs> so we we can people as a whole. We'll, we'll fall into that stupid. category occasionally. They're ourselves. laughing. They agree yes. with me. Take the cumin example. No, I'm trying to make it like like <laughs> we're trying to, we're trying to distill our messages to the average person. You know, the, the one of the mm -hmm. simplest things you can do is stop drinking sugary f beverages. And if you're going to have water, that's the, that's the least worst thing you could have. And now we're looking at, like, if you're going to have a peanut butter sandwich, don't have the Coke, have water. But then that, there's a second layer below that that you're talking about, which is chew your fruits, it looks like slime, and then have water an hour later. It's really not that complicated. <laughs> to get rid of processed foods in your diet, right. don't drink soda. Drink water, preferably filtered, preferably reverse osmosis. Um, water or get the filtration system they were talking about. There's multiple filtration systems, by right. the way. I mean, uh, a Brita doesn't do very much, but it's better than nothing. Um, get a filtration system. Get rid of processed foods. Don't eat any high fructose corn syrup. It's right. linked to obesity. Princeton says it linked, it's in uh, increased obesity. Uh, and it's it has, got mercury in it. Has it. Mercury in Mercury's it. Mercury is a planet. We like planets. 
Not to mention <laughs> that it's also genetically modified oftentimes. Bad stuff. Yeah. And so and then we and then we say, you know, why they why the increased incidence of cancer? Well there's a research that just came in also that the Western lifestyle is extending throughout the globe and as a result cancer rates are surging. Yep. So prevention is worth more than anything. Right. You, you won't have to treat it if you prevent it. So I mean getting rid of these triggers in your diet, which are known by you know peer-reviewed research to cause cancer, is the first step. Right. You don't just wait for cancer to come and then say, what am I going to do now? You try your best to prevent it, and then um, in the unfortunate event it occurs, you would do the best to augment your lifestyle um, to help fight it off. So how did you get so knowledgeable? Talk about your background, because you, and I say this as a compliment, you look 12, <laughs> <laughs> But you're very authoritative about everything that you're saying, and I know that you've written for a bunch of different. So, how did you? What's your background in all this, and how did you? How did you get so knowledgeable? Well, I had Lyme disease when I was younger. That'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I used. Well, first, my doctor gave me steroids. Um, back then, they were not exactly as knowledgeable. Yeah. My doctor was a Harvard graduate too, so he, you know, was expected to be one of the top doctors. But he gave me steroids. That's not exactly the best answer to do that. So it made me worse. One day I fell asleep at 5 p.m. and woke up the next day at 5 p.m. And uh, from there on, I decided that this was not working. You, li- you literally slept for 24 hours? Yes. How old were you? Did they think you were dead? Did somebody take your pulse? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was bad. It's a blood so, wow. test on the mirror. I, um, yeah. I started resorting to alternative treatments. I actually looked online, and I know everyone says the Internet, you know, not some great information on there. But uh, I started using natural alternatives. I used colloidal silver. Um, it's important to make sure you use a high-quality colloidal silver because, you know, people scare you. Oh, you'll turn blue. Those are people who make colloidal silver at home and just dump silver in there and have no idea what they're doing. <laughs> they smelt lead in the basement. Yeah, yeah it's good stuff. Yeah, they're drinking high fructose corn syrup all day. This too. is making the live folks chuckle because they know this is like this is this is you know this kind of like natural humor. Yeah. You know, it's it's yeah. almost like we're in a, like a comedy show for people who get it in terms of all right. So alternative I, have a, I have a question for the but, two of you. Then we'll yeah. bring them back up. Yeah. yeah, let's talk about the economic viabilities of eating well in this culture because it's so much easier good to eat like crap. When it's not healthy for you, but we have had other nutritionists on the show, and I know them, you know, going to Whole Foods and making Whole Foods your vegetable is store. It, is it worth paying 30 cents more for an apple, or is it worth paying $30,000 in health care costs to treat the ultimate disease good point. you get? Right, but that's a good point. But at the same time, <laughs> it costs more to attempt to live a healthier me, lifestyle. You know what? Okay. I actually, I, I, this is where I bring in my, my stop and shop. Now, these guys might laugh at me for stop and shop. However... I brought this up before on the show. My local grocery is the stop and shop, the super stop and shop. They have a brand of organic products called um, Nature's Promise, and it's very affordable. Now, and they actually market it as being affordable as opposed to market it. I've noticed in the store the huge signs don't really tip you off that it's healthy because they think that people are going to shy away from the healthy stuff and go, eh, it's not going to taste good, eh, it's going to cost more, eh. So they just they tell you it actually costs less and it does it's very very affordable and it's organic and that's primarily what you know when I go to the mainstream grocery store my stop and shop what I buy so um, all this is to say that I don't necessarily there, there are ways to get food healthy food no, my job is cost to, I'm the healthy skeptic my job is to basically start these conversations but yes if you go to fancy stores like Whole Foods and a lot of them they do cost more right. But you don't necessarily – there are other places, but these guys know more than no, I do. We, we so. talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Like we talked about how healthy kale is, unless it's organic kale, because if it's not organic kale, you're going to die. Well, well I mean, look it, at the BP oil spill. You're going to get kale that's full of not only that, but uh, – Kale that powers your car. Well, 
Fukushima radiation, 78% of which uh, the cesium went into the Pacific Ocean. Right. That's now admitted by the Japanese plant officials. Yep. So, I mean, you're eating seafood, and just even around here, they'll have seafood. Oh, fresh from the Pacific Ocean. Oh, so fresh, full of radiation. Then Got the three F- eyeballs, <laughs> like the, the Simpsons. Then the FDA raises the uh, allowable radiation limits in milk and yeah. beef, and then, and then people wonder. And there's research out that Fukushima caused at least 10,000 cancers, uh, an unknown a, n- a number of deaths. Right. This is the most depressing show we've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going home. <laughs> I mean, She's like, okay. Seriously. I mean, I don't know. Part but of me just wants to eat McDonald's and just go, no, no, screw can we, it. Can we, can we no, just let's, back up for yeah, a second? Let's go, let's just back, up let's go back to the alive folks who are going to tell Anthony, us how easy Anthony, and cheap it is to eat this Anthony's way. Anthony's our manager. We keep okay. Anthony's by our side. He's our plethora of information. If we have any concerns or questions, we go straight to Anthony. Because... Me he's unbelievable. He's used his stuff like he, I don't even a, he hasn't smiled yet. He's he will, very serious. He will make you feel really <laughs> dumb. But um, listen, it's this simple, guys. We just walked by somebody in New York City today, and this is how simple. Wait, it wait. Is. There are people in there. Get it in a walk by. I didn't want to. I don't, I don't know who the guy's name was. We were walking by, and he had a hospital bracelet on, and it looked like he was really, really, really sick, and he had a hospital bracelet on, but in his hand, he also had a Gucci bag. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's that simple. Me and Anna don't buy fancy cars. We buy food and nutrition. That's what we do. Um, That's an excellent point. It's, it's that right. simple. It, it's expensive yeah. to you if you make it expensive to you. Right. Um, but if it's a priority, like, hey, I want to get my nails done, my hair did, I want to buy these stilettos. Those are important to other people, and those have consequences. It's right. that yeah. simple. Yeah. So, shop at Whole Foods, not Gucci. The devil That's wears, their message. The devil wears kale. People are so <laughs> concerned with, uh, you know, polishing the new car and everything like that. They never actually take care of their own body. It's all material. Well, that is, that, is, that is true. I mean, people will research to death the, the best new flat-screen TV without researching what to do about their own body. I mean, that, that we all know is, you know. I want to throw out another skeptical comment. We get the, I get this all the time from other people. All right, so we live in a culture that is a victim of its own progress, like technology and and, and, and biotech and whatever it is. Whether you like pesticides or not, deep. they've... Um, no, 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 no. It's, it's not, you're right. So I'm not, this I'm not, this you're is right. our planet today. It's not going to change from an industrial perspective unless the asteroid comes, okay? And then and then Mila Jovovich will save us with the, <laughs> with the guy from 28 Days, okay? So we're working with a system that we can only control so much. Like I used to, I like to say, what good is juicing kale if you're breathing LA smog? But you're neutraling yourself to the best possible sense. So let let's take this into perspective, okay? Yes, we can choose these certain things, and there's going to be, and there are nurses who smoke outside the cancer ward with their cancer patients, you know, at the same time. So this is our culture. We have to work with the culture that we have. My 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 skeptical question is, and I, again, I get this a lot, is, okay, so what? I'm going to eat like crap, but I can take medicines and live to 75 anyway. You're going to feel like crap in, until you're 75. People suffer. People are taking, on average, you know, multiple medications. I'm on no medications. Everyone I coach is on no medications ever. They're not going to be. You don't want to know me then. Well, and Anthony's, <laughs> Anthony's point is, too, doesn't it ultimately cost you more in the long run? I mean, you're not only going to feel bad. But it could potentially, you know, hit you where it hurts in the pocketbook. But then there are things that you can't control, like growing up on Long Island, which is predisposes you to every possible disease at the exact same time, you know, or living near like cell phone towers or whatever it is. There are certain things you can't control. So again, the society and culture we're living, and we do the best we can. But right. you, can, you can you can stem well, grassroots activism. I mean, for example, BPA 
which causes breast cancer. Admitted, causes 130 studies say it causes breast cancer. Yeah, yeah, it does. Um, it's now been removed from Campbell's soup. It, and baby bottles and yes, everything else. Yes, there. and there's multiple um, products now that sport BPA-free. Why? Because the consumer got angry about it and said something about it. Right. High fructose corn syrup is disappearing in some products. Obviously, you know, you can do something about it. And how many people is that going to save per year? Thousands, if not millions. Which right. leads us to the point of why we created Alive New York. It's not, oh, you're still here. Yeah, we're still here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it, it's there to educate people. Uh, they don't know. There's still a lot of people who don't know. So if we can just present it and let them make their own decisions, as people start to learn, wow, this is killing me. I can eat something that tastes the same thing but with things that actually nourish the body. I want that. Yeah. And so that's what we create Alive New York, to meet the people where they're at, at the masses. Right. And for my personal experience, I used to spend my paycheck on bills and clothes. And my health was suffering. I would never go back to spending it on clothes, cars, anything superficial. I spend, we spend our biggest bill on health supplements and different things because we keep feeling better. We don't ever reach a ceiling. And from my personal experience, I will kids. never go back. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't sleep for three months and twinkies are your friend. So what do you guys eat? Vegan? What's, what are your diets, all of you? Yeah. Anna, let's start with you. Wine, yes. Wait, we got to go wine, yeah, but- eggs, milk. Good or bad? Um. Dairy, if you can digest it, raw dairy from the right farms, which we, we take some dairy, but we order it in. We will refuse so raw to milk. buy it. Raw milk. Yeah. Um, Jordan Rubin has a great company. Um, yeah. Yeah, um, yes. Okay. And so we take dairy, but it has to come from the right place. We're flexitarian. We also eat flexitarian. Nice. Wait a minute. Yes. Yes. Wait a minute. That gets this. You, you, ooh, I like that. No, that's starting that movement. Let me jump in real She's quick. She's doing a back just, bend right now. Over. Look, you guys <laughs> just take over this whole thing. So, flexitarian. <laughs> let me just let me just say this. We are flexible. We have wine. We have fun. We're not this you weird. You met in New York City nightlife party. We're, we the, get it. I, we went to I the know. Smith. You can't I, ever I give wish, that up. We went to the Smith. I wish I'd seen Ryan Gosling. I'm a really big fan of Ryan Gosling, but he was not there. But we have fun. But you know what? We we we. Negate we things. To, we know how to balance. We know how to offset it. So when we take cooked foods, we supplement with enzymes. When we yeah. go out and eat bad, we take Anthony's patented turmeric, which you guys have to stay tuned for when he's talking about quality. So we we so learn how to offset it. So you carbon neutral yourself. It, we lift ourselves, but it will not only neutralize we because we add so much good in that we continue to rise. Okay. These guys are intense. Wow. <laughs> All right. So, so when you, when you buy the bucket of cookie dough. How much turmeric offsets that? No, do you, I mean, do, but but no. <laughs> you gotta stop doing this, man. You got people listening to you, man. You have to stop doing this. It's a bucket now. Can you stop this? You have a little tiny tube, but now it's a bucket. Oh my god! The turmeric actually can taste pretty good on top of the cookie dough. Okay, good. Oh, this sounds like KFC it's sponsoring the, <laughs> the, the 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 cancer thing. Remember they, the the yes, Coleman. Look, we look, we had we we had we had many shows on the whole buckets for the cure thing. No, okay. we're we're down with you. We're just you know we like to have a little fun. This is our we job. Get we is get our it. Job. We totally get it. Listen, get I have an organic garden at home. That's I awesome. grow my own organic kale. How much does it cost and you lettuce? to grow your own fried well, chicken? Well, there's a book out there called the sixty four dollar tomato, which is about how actually it can be a little bit costly. Now it's all kind of evened out. But it's a lot there's a tomato plant you can buy on T V now. There's an infomercial tomato plant. You know that? <laughs> No, I haven't seen that. I don't think it's organic. It, no, it it can be a little bit costly in the beginning to get things going off the ground. And some people, if you have apartments, though, I think an earth box is a really good way to go because you can do that. You don't have to have a big gar- in-ground garden. You can what buy would my two-year-old do to an earth box? Well, 
I, I wouldn't advise. I don't think. I think it's ages three and up okay. on the Earth box. They would eat the dirt. <laughs> anyway, there's, there are easy and expensive ways to grow your own food, and we do it out where we live. We, I mean, to the degree that we can. We can't grow everything. But um, anyway, the point being is we, 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 we get what you're saying. So you – it's. So do you guys, I mean, do you eat meat? Do you, I mean, will you sit down with a bucket we of do. ice cream? You, uh, you yeah. Do. Okay. We actually, but we'll, All right, you can no, say. No, but no, let me say this. We do eat ice cream, but we make sure we know where it's coming from. It's that simple. Just know where your food comes okay. from. Right. Okay. Don't go Do you eat ice cream, Anthony? It's okay. To eat, it's okay to indulge sometimes. It's just, it's just, you know, you don't want to have that be your entire lifestyle. You're Everything right. in moderation, basically. Well, well, more than no. that. No, Anthony, explain moderation to him. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, moderation I mean, really. For the record, it, I don't eat cookie dough. I don't eat cookie dough. I, optimally, you want to remove all processed foods from your diet. Yes. Um, it's okay to splurge sometimes, uh, you c- but I don't understand why. The so processed foods, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to interrupt you. If, you, if, you're, a re- if you're a person that just goes to a regular uh, grocery store, because let's just start with the basic, let's take baby steps for people who aren't all the way there yet with the, with the turmeric. Right. Is, <laughs> is, 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 is basically... You, when you go to the grocery store, don't eat the, the crap that's packaged in the middle, right? They say the outer aisles, the stuff where the vegetables are. And right, Is that right? I mean, Basically, you want to avoid, first of all, avoid everything with high fructose corn syrup. In it. Right, okay. that's easy. Avoid everything okay. with aspartame that's in it, you know, yeah. trans fats. That's just the yeah. basics. Bad, bad, I think bad. most people have that, though. I think, I think our society well, well, I mean, It's more than it used to be. It's more than it it's, used to it's be. It's growing. Once yeah, it's high, growing. Wait, Here's my once Heinz ketchup now makes the H H uh, HF whatever it is CS yeah, yep, free yep. ketchup progress. Wow, yeah, you, that's mean, what you I was even knew that it was. We have good. it in our fridge HFCS yeah. free ketchup. Now now that's, the next yeah, yeah that's look good. at that that's we have good. it in our fridge here. The next step is to buy higher quality stuff you know higher quality uh, organic or go your local farmers market um, and then beyond that you can go ahead and buy stuff to make your own foods with uh, you know whole. Food ingredients doesn't necessarily mean you have to go to Whole Foods, but you can buy, you know, vegetables and um, raw ingredients and, and make your own uh, How about meals. juicing? That's excellent. Juicing is excellent. There's more people are juicing than ever. So that's something we, we, our crowd can relate to. Jay Cordage will be at Alive New York. He's the juice father, the juice king. Come to Alive New York, June 29th, Who's 30th. the juice king? Jay Cordage. Jim Carrey came up when he did the um, In Living Color. Was I think that's what it's yeah. called. The skit, if you guys have seen it, it's hilarious. He basically, so Jack Malone's yeah. not the juice guy. Uh, it's a long story, but um, <laughs> Jay Cordage will be there at a live New York. Okay. He's Check 90 years old. Wow. Thriving. Yeah, no medication. Fun. So, actually, why don't you just tell us a little bit more about what's going to happen at Alive New York? Because you said Ryan Seacrest actually blogged about you guys. Is that right? Yeah. Big shout out to Ryan Seacrest. I really thank you for that, Ryan. That was awesome. We have Jesse McCartney as the Ryan host. Ryan doesn't listen to our show. Uh, he probably doesn't, <laughs> but you know what? He'll appreciate what I'm hey. saying. Um, but it's really he simple. Might. It's really simple. For those people out there eating cookie dough, drinking Slurpees, having hot dogs. I, I, no, listen, listen. I, you can come to Alive New York. You don't have to be at the turmeric level. You can be at stage 1.0, and you can come and get real vital information, know how to utilize it, know how to harness it, and hopefully, if you want to, you can apply it. And uh, you could, you know, possibly uh, change your change your health. So you're giving out Anatella. So what else is happening? You're giving out awards. What what else happens at Alive New York? Yes. Yeah, so it's the two day conference, obviously, and then it's the award show, red carpet award show. Like just think Oscar level, like just high class. Oh, just think Oscar level. Like red carpet, high class. Major celebrities, and we're giving awards for things that matter, though, like philanthropists. Dame uh, Judi Dench. No, sorry. <laughs> I was just um, I don't know who that really is. Really dated. 
older person's <laughs> joke. Yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah. So 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 how did you how did you get this going and how did you get all these celebrities how did you get this whole thing off the ground the two of you we were delusional completely yeah it's the water yeah it's the water <laughs> um, side effects yeah. are delusion okay yeah no seriously what was the how did this all get rolling um, it got rolling because we work with the American Anti Cancer Institute and they're building a 70 acre all natural immune clinic so cancer patients can go and just nourish their immune system and become healed naturally. There's going to be a children's ward, and we worked with them. Um, well, we did events, and we did smaller events around the U.S., but we were like, how do we reach the masses with this information? Because as soon as we received it, our lives shifted completely, and it's night and day difference. So we wanted to put together a conference, and we were going to get just one celebrity name who's health conscious out, and we're like, that would be good. We didn't stop there. The public, the celebrities response, the alternative health response, it just got so big that we couldn't really make it smaller anymore. And it just kind of took on a life of its own. What's the venue? Town Hall. Town Hall. Oh, big Town Hall. Mm-hmm. Not too shabby. And how many tickets have you sold so far? Yep. Hopefully it will be sold out. We don't know exactly because they come in by the minute, but hopefully it will be sold out pretty soon. Co- What's your capacity? 1,495 people, but we only can sell 1,000 tickets. And... It's globally live streamed, so no matter where you are in the world, you can join in. Um, we can have seven billion people, which in a perfect world would be amazing. You know, mm-hmm. one out of seven of those are on Facebook. I know, and we're trying, we're pushing Facebook really hard and Twitter. So, um, so Anthony, tell us. So, your natural health? Have we put that in the in the chat Wait, room? My qu- yeah, no, I have not. Okay. All right, booze, go. Good or bad? Bad. All of it. Alcohol is a neurotoxin, period. But what about the benefits of wine and the, whatever they call them, the, the flavins or whatever? The, the riboflavins. You can have the benefits of wine by eating grapes. Uh, I mean, beyond that, it's neurotoxin. Everything, you can have, I mean, uh, who doesn't drink some wine every now and then? It's okay. It's healthy to indulge every once in a while, but I would not recommend drinking wine daily to reap its benefits. It's, it's a neurotoxin. You know, it, it, it is. So how do you... I'm in trouble there. So, so, but I'm questioning all the studies. Like, well, science, I mean, every other week, MSNBC says, you know, wine's going to kill you, and then wine makes you live to 90, right. and they compare it to the European diet and the Mediterranean diet, which is full of booze. Right, but that's not the main, that's not the reason why. I mean, the Mediterranean diet has a number of healthy alternative meals uh, that Americans don't eat at all. Uh, the vegetable content is way higher. Um, you know, it's wait, come- so, but, so, all right, so does eating, does the Mediterranean diet offset the negative impacts of them being booze hounds? As part of their diet. Here, this is the best way to explain it. It's called, there's an old health paradigm and there's a new par- health He's paradigm. He's getting frustrated with us. Like, <laughs> Back in he the day. He still hasn't smiled yet. <laughs> let's, say, let's say a couple hundred years ago, um, you would consider an apple. Because he doesn't drink. You, you would consider an apple to let be healthy. Let the young man speak. Okay, right? Yeah. Um, so an apple is the symbol of health, per se, or you know, a carrot or something like that. Now, an apple could be genetically modified. It could have pesticides, herbicides, uh, insecticides. It could have a number of issues um, along, going along with it. So when you're eating that apple, sure, there's some benefits, there's some nutritional content, but you're getting overloaded with chemicals. Right. Um, as for the carrot, the same thing. So people say, oh, I'm healthy. I'm eating a salad from McDonald's. It's been sprayed with countless right. chemicals. Yeah. It has everything horrible in it. You're actually damaging your body. So it's time for people to understand that that's what causes disease, and it's a matter, number of toxic compounds, toxin uh, ingredients in your body that you need to begin removing from your daily intake. But can you see my point? Like, people who are choosing to have a salad at McDonald's versus a Big Mac at McDonald's yes, is still is, progress. That is, that is still progress. Okay, let's, let's, we agree on something. Yes. Cookie, don't be damned. We agree on something. Yes. Okay. 
Lisa? I'm, I'm actually typing right now the naturalsociety.com. Okay. That is Anthony's site. Let's yep. put that in the chat room. Okay. And you also write uh, so, from... So dairy was okay in moderation, but you offset it with stuff. And you know where the dairy's coming from, and, and that's good. And yes. Again, reading labels, that's fine. HFCS we've taken care of. Like, people mostly know that that's crap, and all those stupid corn commercials, like people are laughing at them in the face. Well, the FDA just didn't allow them to change the name to corn sugar. I saw that. That was good stuff. It was yeah. good stuff. Yeah. Exactly. The changes are happening So, so sure. the FDA is doing some good stuff. Some... Some so let's stuff. talk about the FDA. Well, the FDA. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's look at. Let's we have like four smiled. hours to kill. He smiled. He laughed. Okay, good. You just say the words. We didn't know FDA was a trigger. That's it. Giggles okay. galore. <laughs> yeah, they, they are a joke. Um, I mean, they look, are a punchline. They, in let, they let high fructose corn syrup go in the food supply. They let aspartame, BPA, everything. They just had a chance to, uh, to remove BPA. They had a chance to ban it. Canada has banned it. Uh, let's see, RBGH, which is the synthetic the bovine growth hormone. Yeah, bovine right. growth hormone banned in 27 countries, not the United States. Uh, genetically modified corn. France is moving to ban it. Poland's banning it. Um, everyone is banning it, not the United States, because hold, hold, WikiLeaks released in 2007. Oh, that Ju- Mr. Assange. Most, if not all, United States diplomats work for Monsanto, who creates genetically modified food and is the number one producer. Of the herbicide, so it's Roundup. about money, control, and power yeah. versus the, the the natural. And this is all admitted too. This right. is not me saying this. this right. is, you know, this is yeah. cables uh, from the United States government. Right. They actually threatened trade wars with those who oppose uh, the synthetic hormones and the G, uh, GMOs and the, the chemicals. Well, I don't think there's anyone that hears the name Monsanto and doesn't think like they're a terrible organization. That only they're like um, what what was Cheney's organization? Oh, uh, Halliburton. Uh, Halliburton and yeah. Monsanto. Like, yeah. the two of them control the planet. Right. Agriculture and military, you know. It's, it's the same level, exactly. And now Monsanto, I believe it's going to be the end of Monsanto in the next few years. The end of Monsanto. The end of Monsanto. Monsanto will be completely crumbled. Are you Batman? Is that right? I am not Batman. <laughs> okay. <laughs> However, um, if you look at it, just about 500 million farmers just sued Monsanto. Um, they were sued for, quote, um, astounding birth defects, or was it um, hor- horrific birth defects also um, by Argentinian farmers? Wow. Um, we launched a campaign against Monsanto, uh, and it received over 230,000 shares on Facebook. Wow. So nobody likes Monsanto. Yeah. Uh, it's becoming, it's soon going to be their end. Good. Their, their competitor, Syngenta, um, just got ch- criminally charged for covering up the deaths of animals who were eating GMO feed. Oh, God. That's not a good name, Syngenta. It I mean, that just like sounds like, you know, we're making get. everything up. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> they're inventing their own diseases as their names. I have Syngenta Syndrome. <laughs> wow. This is a really good show. I feel like we could sit here just forever. You're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't. But this is fascinating. And All right, so no hack fructose corn syrup, no cookie dough, no Big Macs, but salads at McDonald's are okay because they're better than the alternative. Knowing what you're eating. How about just avoid McDonald's altogether? Yeah. Okay. But for some people, people but honestly, but you have to. Most of this country, that's what they do. Where do you shop? Again, the, but, know the devil you have. But people. let's. I, I like to get on a practical level here. Seriously, for people who are listening, who who really want to change. I mean, because it isn't that hard. So it's really, not Anthony, that hard. just so tell us where you shop and where you get your food. Well, I like to shop from local farmers markets. Yeah. Uh, it's relatively cheap. I have a few photos on my site. Actually, it's funny. Everyone always talks about how expensive organic food is. I have a picture of apples. The conventional are something like two dollars, some change, something like that. The organic are ninety nine cents. There you go. I mean, if and you where, do you where do you live? Where do you live? Philadelphia. Okay. 
There's a lot of great um, Amish places nearby. But you can find Farmer's Market, Whole Foods. You can go into Whole Foods. We don't have Amish. We have Orthodox Jews. Yes. <laughs> you can go into Whole Foods, and you can find excellent choices. It, you don't have to shop super expensive, just you know, better choices. Is it true that Walmart is going organic? Well, organic is one of the fastest-growing uh, brands in the whole entire world. Well, because that's good for our society. That's the average Joe American is Walmart. Yeah. So, right, but so, right. Stony Fields in there now. Right. Go, wow. Yeah, there you go. Tell us earlier, because I, I overheard a little bit before the show when we were all in the office across the hall, you were talking about how some organic food actually may not be organic. Well, that's that's getting into you know nitpicking stuff. I mean, Monsanto is attempting, well, attempting maybe in not correct legal term, but they are indirectly contaminating some um, GMO seed, uh, non-GMO seeds. And what we found is we released a letter on our website. We actually had an informant from a different agency leak it to us, and he was afraid for his life that Monsanto would murder him. Literally. Wow. He, yeah. was, he, was, he wouldn't give us his name or anything like that. I know his name, but he wouldn't give out his name to the public. We had to mark it off and everything What's like that. What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so this letter reveals that Monsanto actually um, was planting genetically modified alfalfa, which is super easy to contaminate, uh, before it was approved by the USDA. So they actually broke the law. Wow. And uh, the, USDA, surprise, the USDA did nothing about it because, I mean, look at the, the head. Michael Taylor of the FDA was a former lawyer for Monsanto. Uh, Monsanto has something like 300 different government employees right now that right. Are, were working for them or are currently working for them. So, I mean, the USDA is ignoring it. But that's nitpicking. Definitely organic is way better, super high-quality organic. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Monsanto needs to be stopped because they're attempting to basically contaminate the food supply one way or another. And then they sue the farmer for having contaminated seeds. I have a question about bread. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, that was my last question. Like, real, like a real mm-hmm. question. Bread. Obviously not Wonder Bread. Is it better with a Slurpee or water? Do you eat, <laughs> do you eat bread? Sprouted bread is the best choice. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't either. When you go to the market, you know, organic is best, but if it's sprouted and preferably refrigerated, that means it's, it's it has some real base nutritional content still left in it. Wait, is is that it, you just, wait sprouted means refrigerated? I I'm, 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 I'm missed it there. Generally be in the refrigerated section. It can be sprouted. It'll be so in that bread, cold bread. <laughs> it doesn't, you, you make can, that sound so attractive. <laughs> it, it's just generally in the refrigerated section. Okay. Sprouted is the best. But sprouted, sprout, sprouted. You print, you enunciate that very well, so I feel like I have to do the same. Sprouted, but what is that? But it means it means what? It's more close to its original state, as opposed to being heavily processed by different um, factory standards. All right, but is okay, it still ba- it's, again better than the alternative? Let's let's dumb yes. it down for the layperson. Yes. So if you get if you have the uh, but is or, so no, I mean I mean like really dumb it down. Whole, whole wheat bread. Versus white bread. At yeah. some point, white we're going to have to stop. Avoid white that's bread. Like the white bread's that's the worst. Everybody 0. knows that, Matthew. Whole, no, no. Well, yeah. I, I, people still buy Wonder Bread. Why oh, Wonder look, bread? we have a guest. Hello. Who is that? I don't know. Goodbye. Okay, bye. <laughs> Somebody just came through the door. No um, idea what's going maybe on. That means he was it's interested in our conversation. Maybe that means it's time to wrap the show. Okay. We've got to have all you guys back. Yeah, this no, this is Everybody. Jen included. This is great. This is great. You guys are really cool. I didn't think it was going to be this much fun. I was like, what, what is going on? Um, <laughs> Anthony was a little skeptical. He, he does a lot of research, as you guys can tell. Oh, my gosh. But he is a, awesome. He, That's why we're doing him. I feel like Anthony knows so much that you feel like you want to stump him. Of course, yeah, of course I, don't know, I, don't know any, I don't know anything. 
You can't. You can't. But the thing is, I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I know the basics of this stuff, so he could be, pretty much say anything. I have to buy it. You yeah, know. I mean, it's it's all mean, peer-reviewed research on PubMed, National Library of Congress. I okay. mean, there's a whole there's a whole PubMed database. It's like the Rain Man of nutrition. <laughs> Okay, hold on. We have to do this, though. Anthony, three keys that a person can do right now. Simple. Anna. Simple. Anna, I'll have you do it. Right. No, no sprout head, anything. <laughs> Anthony, simple three right. keys. What can they do to better their health or even fight against their cancer if they do have that? Here's some Thank really you, simple Josh. tips that uh, I do every day and everyone else should probably incorporate in their lifestyle. So wake up in the morning. Um, get I, some, do, I do that. You're on a great path. Barely. Barely. <laughs> so Barely. preferably you'd get some... Uh, filtered water, but you get some water and you bring it to a lukewarm temperature and you put some lemon in there. You slice up a lemon and you squeeze the entirety of the lemon and you drink an entire glass or two of water with this warm lemon water, which its benefits are That doesn't numerous. taste good. It tastes I'm, delicious. Really? I love my water ice cold. No good? Doesn't you that drink, make you pucker up if and you, your saliva goes away for an hour? Try this. If you wake up in the morning you drink ice cold water, you're going to be bloated, you're going to have most likely have gas, and your digestion is going to be almost right. I can let Okay, hold on. Hold on. Okay, let's back this up one more time. Drink more water, people. Make sure it's purified. Make sure it's clean. Do whatever you want. We believe in Congan water. We believe in alkalizing, so that's what we do. Okay. Okay, so drink more water. And the recommended dosage is half your body weight in ounces. That's, what, that's what's good. Right. And then don't stay away from processed foods as much as possible and move your body. Yes. Yeah. That's it. Okay. How about we just, Anthony, yep. can you agree with that? Sure, but the, the warm lemon water is great if you want to lose weight. It's yeah, so simple. Yeah. They, they don't even know too that. Too complicated. That's 2.0. <laughs> we're lemon and right, water. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> See, now you, you got me with weight loss. Um, you hooked me with the weight loss. Um, so, warm, so, that's, so warm with lemon is better than cold. Yes, cold water in the morning will uh, burn out your proverbial digestive fire. Wow. Is that what you That's why it? I'm bloated and gassy all the time, I guess. Uh, try it. Your, your day Not will so be good. I'm doing different. everything wrong. Yeah. So, so for me, really bad for the people around me. Yeah. No. All right. Poor Wendy. So that's, uh, no. So the, all right. Well, those are good. Tra- so drink the water and, per- and yeah, as you said, lukewarm. With lemon honey. water is the best and it's good for losing weight. So a lot of our listeners will be interested well, in what's that. Well, what's Michael Pallon, eat food, mostly plants, and move your ass. Extra- and we haven't right. talked about exercises, but, but that's key. Move your ass. Move, yeah. Yeah, just move. Keep and, moving. And if you want to get deeper, sign up for Anthony's newsletter, naturalsociety.com. He gets a newsletter. You you can go as deep as you want in his newsletter. So. Right. You'll feel really bad about yourself because you're <laughs> no, doing everything it's wrong. All, it's all positive. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's positive. Look. Yeah. Um, you know, you look, have, like, you look like a young Chris Noth. I do not know who that is, but long, long big on Sex in the City. You would like Sex in the City, right? He's big. Yes. Yes. Sex in the okay. City? He plays big. Um, oh, perhaps. big. He's a yeah. great-looking guy. You yeah, know what it thanks. is? It's the eyebrows. It's the eyebrows. Yeah. You had me at Sprouthead. Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> we have to go. We have this to go. This is a great <laughs> show. This is really, well, I could really sit here all night, but but um, we can't. And we can't keep these poor people here. No, no, they were already enslaved. But uh, we'll right. have to have part two of this show at some point. No, this is, yeah. We, so the Alive Conference, again, Alive New York. It's June 29th and 30th at Town Hall. And the website is? What's the website? Is it is there a website for to direct folks? Yep, alivenewyork.com, all spelled out. Okay, alivenewyork.com. Uh, wait, what? Alive, A L I V E. New York. I'll N- put it in the chat room. I, I did have a brain tumor, so. Yes. Okay. And yeah, and you can get your tickets there if you want to go in person. I mean, when's the 
last time you get to go to an award show with all these celebrities and everything. And, and Lisa and I are comped, right, for making you laugh the whole yeah. night? Abs- no, absolutely, you guys are comped. Okay. <laughs> okay. Just to let you know, you guys are getting VIP access, okay, which is three ninety nine. Hopefully that's not too much for the listeners out there. It's worth it. Three ninety nine two day conference award show cocktail hour. You have a little bit of alcohol. We're serving alcohol See? there. Mm-hmm. All right. See? You guys are comped. I will. I will. I will have lemon water prior to showing up. Um, I just want to read something because I want to circle back to our um, original guest because somebody named uh, Lisa Smithson is that right in our chat room? Uh, and I hope do I know you, Lisa? I'm, I'm sometimes I you know I didn't have a brain tumor, just breast cancer, but sometimes I space out on things too. Um, I just old. have to read this. She says, I love Jennifer Kasuga's discussion with her brain cancer. What a courageous person, and her husband deserves great hugs, too. And she says, the link is ncrf.org slash Jen. She said .com by mistake, and she wants to um, correct you that it's .org. Is that a friend of yours, somebody that you know? She's nodding. Jen? Yeah, she's okay. nodding. For radio. Um, so let's just, I just wanted to read that. For those for those who are not in the chat room, um, but... Fantastic guests this on this show, all around. This shows. is one of the five great... and a half years, two hundred and is... God knows how many shows. This is one, this one of the all-time great shows. And he only smiled twice. <laughs> <laughs> but we got look, three we got times. A, we got third okay. one. All right. He's a happy person, I promise. I you. believe now, you. Now we can wrap. Okay. Three smiles out of him. All right, you guys get a big round of applause. Awesome Thank you so show. much. Thank you. All right, Thanks, now it's time for our closing sequence. Prepare to activate. I hear there's rumors on the internets. You ever seen a grown man naked? And so. To all of you, a fond farewell. Hooray, I'm helping. You are a meathead. Oh, Magoo, you've done it again. That was so terrible, I think you gave me cancer. All right, everybody, that is tonight's show, and I don't have my scripts in front of me, Matthew. I don't know where it went. 229. 229. Is that the right? We hope you have as much fun as we did poking his thick at stupid cancer. What he said. All right, everybody, join us. Oh, why don't you thank, go ahead and thank the good people who are on our show. Matt Beckett, Brooke Lorenz, Hera Buchan, Jen Nash-Kashuga, Josh and Anna, Anna Scurry, and Anthony Gucciardi. All right, next week's show, Stupid Cancer New Orleans. Wow. Look at that. Mary Catherine Rodriguez, did I pronounce that right? Correct. Okay. She's director of survivorship at the Mary Bird Perkins Cancer Center. Uh, and that would be in, in, in New Orleans, Matthew? New Orleans. Also, Benjamin Bullens, he's an artist of the Benjamin Collection. Kathleen Satoon, Satoon, young adult survivor of Hodgkin's lymphoma. And in the spotlight, Joy Huber, she's a young adult survivor of non-Hodgkin's, and she's author of a new book called Cancer with Joy. So we'll be taking it down to New Orleans next week, folks. Should be a fun one. All right, if you've missed any of our past shows, download them all for free on iTunes at iTunes.stupidcancer.com or check out the archives at stupidcancershow.com. Remember, folks, if it ain't stupid, it ain't cancer. Live from the chemo deck, on behalf of Lisa Bernhardt, myself, and the whole team here at the Stupid Cancer Show, have a great week, and we'll see you back here next Monday. Good night, everybody.